The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The Wolf and the Captain are about to maximize you. Good evening, everybody. We've got the Captain here and... The Wolf. And we are here for Maximize You. Yeah, just to be clear for our audience out there, that's Maximize. Maximize. The letter Letter U U dot net. net. That's the website. And you can find us on Anchor. And Anchor. You can also find us on... iTunes. iTunes, Spotify. And Stitcher. Absolutely. A lot of your podcast places out there will be there, so... Find us, do the search, maximize the letter U, not Y-O-U, the letter U, and subscribe, and you'll be hearing from us every single week as we're dropping new episodes. Absolutely. And uh, and to go the bonus round, Wolf, on iTunes, we're also asking folks to give us maybe a five-star review and in addition to subscribing and sharing. And look, you want to hook us up with a five-star review? We'll thank you by sharing your five-star review with our other listeners on the air. Yeah, we'll even read one from from our reviews on the air. How about that? Well, that's yeah, well, yeah. That's, okay. Didn't I just say that? Well, you said share. When I hear share, I always think social media share. <laughs> so my bad. I'm so sorry for not being clear tonight. How you been, man? Man, I've been good, buddy. How about yourself? Man, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing, doing all right, good. man. It's a little rainy out here in Cajun country on this particular day, but mm-hmm. it's not too bad. Uh, hopefully, though, in your world, in the world of the listeners. It's a bright and sunshiny day. Hey, nothing wrong with some liquid sunshine, Absolutely. Scott. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I use liquid paper. On the, <laughs> has nothing they still to do have that day. anymore? I, I don't Little know. Bottles? The, the no bottles? No, whiteout. I thought it's tape now. I tried to use that on my computer screen the other day, and IT got upset with me. So anyway, I, look, I made a mistake in Word. What are you going to do? I always knew you were blonde at heart. I try, man. I try. It's no offense I'll, to the blondes out there. I don't put spikes on my shoulder pads. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I'm hitting, going back to old school there. So, Scott, what are we talking about tonight, buddy? T- tonight, we're going to talk about your why. What are you, are you okay with that? Well, we're just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Got that liquid sunshine. Are you Having sure? fun, man. Having all fun. All right. No, we're, we're going to talk about your why tonight. Uh, okay. And why your why is important. And, and not just your why now, but also how your why is going to impact not only yourself now, but also down in the future. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, there's a lot of talk about that whole why thing these days, don't you think? I think so, and I think that that's, uh, you know, that's a, you know, when you look at personal development and the quote-unquote gurus and whatnot, a lot of them are on that bandwagon. Of course, Simon Sinek is, you know, probably one of the the lead guys on that with the Find Your Why. Uh, Start With Why, I think, was was the first book, and then he's got the Mm follow-up book. working with a really good friend of mine from college on finding his why and the find your why book uh, is one of his source materials that he's using for that. So yeah, super, super important. Why do you think that is though? Why we're 21st century U S America, when it comes to personal development, why do we need to know our why? I relate it back to the, you know, a ship on the ocean, right? Yeah. You put us out in the Harbor and you just sit us there and you just walk away. Where's that boat going to go? It's going to be drifting wherever the, wherever the current takes it, right? There's no the purpose. Waves hit. You got a storm comes in. It's going to smash it up against the banks. There is no direction, really. Right. Whereas if we if we can drill into what our why is, 
you know, what is it we want to do with our lives? So it takes some self-awareness. It takes some really introspection to say, what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. And I got to say that even for years and in, in myself, I really didn't have any specific, I guess, direction. I had a career direction. You know, I want to move up in the restaurant business, move to the general manager slot, run my own restaurant, you know, make a hundred grand a year. That was really the general idea of it. Mm-hmm. But that's a job, you know, but what was my why hmm. for my personal why? Interesting. So in now I've come to learn, you know, in a lot of books I've been reading lately, they're really talking a lot more is how do we look to the future in three, five or 10 years? Who do I want to be? What do I want to have accomplished? And then we back up and say, okay, what do I have to do today to help me move forward toward that goal? Right. Some of them think, you know, they'll come up with words and statements and affirmations or whatever that stuff. And all all that's great. What works for you is going to be critical, though. But again, if we don't have a point in the future in which we're trying to get to, then, you know, we're, we're really just, how was that statement made? The enemy of success is mediocrity. Oh, that's good. You know, that's, it's, it's not failure. True. The enemy of success uh, is not failure. It's mediocrity. And and I, I know the answer. Kind of gives I me think. chills. It kind of, well, sure, <laughs> kind of look like it. But, and I know the answer to this, but why do you think that is? Because a lot of people, they, they're really afraid of failure. Like failure is a complete negative. If you have failed, then that is game over. End of the story. But why is <laughs> mediocrity the enemy of success and not failure? Because you're just, it, it's almost as if you're just sitting there in the middle. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not going forward. You're not going back. You're just kind of going with the flow and with the, the, the moves of the ocean, if you will. But you're not taking a stand to say, here's where I'm going to go. Yeah. You know, and I think for myself, as I look back, you know, it was mostly career driven for many years. You know, now in the past probably five to ten, it's been more of a journey of personal. Here's what I want to do and become. I think it was probably about ten years ago where I actually came up with the phrase for myself. It's on my LinkedIn profile. I'm living by the philosophy, how can I help? Yeah. You know? Is yeah. it you? Is it a customer? Is it the guy next to me in line at the store? Right. Is it the fellow in the restaurant at the next table? What is it I can do to help? Can I connect you with somebody? What can I do? You know, those are different things out there. And I've heard you answer the phone with a client and and you use the words, hey, this is Richard. How can I help? And it always sticks out to me because mm-hmm. you're laying out the fact for your, your clients right at the onset of the call that you're there to help them. And I think that's really strong. And, and that's for some folks that might seem like such a small deal. But in the world of customer service, I mean, even the little things, the little things add up, man. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's all, all in the, the details. Yes, yes, sir. It's in the impression. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about mediocrity, my sixth grade teacher's name was, was uh, Langell was his last name. I can't, for the life of me, I can't think of his first name all of a sudden. But my sixth grade teacher, I only remember really two things about him beyond his last name. One was he was from Nova Scotia. Good guy. And the second thing was the saying that he had. And it's funny because I can quote this saying and folks that were with me in school back in that, that time just five or six short years ago, I guess, when I was in sixth <laughs> um, He had a saying, and we all knew it because he said it every day, don't be satisfied with mediocrity. Mm. And that stuck with me, and I'm guilty of it. I think we all are. 
we, we get stuck in that rut and we're just kind of content to go meh, eh, and let things happen. But where are we going to get if we're just going to, it's like you said, we're like that boat that's out there on the waves getting tossed to and fro and you know, you're at the mercy of the tides basically at that point. So I can absolutely mm-hmm. see, and I like that concept that mediocrity is the enemy of success and not failure. Because failure, my perspective of failure is it's a learning process anyway. Yeah, absolutely. To me, failure is not final. Failure is just giving me some guidelines. Okay, that didn't work. What can I do next to make it work? Yeah. What? How do I need to adjust? Yeah. Who is, um, I'm not sure which one, but ready, fire, then aim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so let's shoot, see where we're going. Right. Okay, now we need to adjust that five degrees. Let's do that. Yeah, Grant. You know? That made, for some reason, it made me think of old Grant Cardone. He says, uh, commit first and figure it out later. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I mean, of, that's part of it. It really kind is. Of, kind of a way to live it. So let's, let's take that concept of the why and let's apply it to the work world. Because I see, you know, you talk about a lot of the, the buzz in personal development lately is on why. And you hear a lot of folks using this philosophy that says, find something that you're passionate about and then do that for your work. Now, I personally don't agree with that necessarily because we can't always do what we're passionate about as our primary source of income or even as a secondary source of income. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of folks can have what they would call a side hustle or a side gig. Sure. And and to be able to do that. But I I happen to believe that you should take your passion with you. And I've said it on the show before. Take your passion with you and find elements. And you and I have talked about this before. Find elements in your current job that you can be passionate about. Yes. Right mm-hmm. now, and again, there there might be something there. There might not be something there, but you should kind of figure that out so you don't have that burnout. But let's talk about that's just me on a soapbox. But let's talk about that why for a minute. Well, how does that why affect us five, ten, fifteen, twenty years down the road? I think it forms. Hmm, I'm not going to say our. Our future, but I guess it does to some degree. It, influence it does influence us. What it what when you're real clear about your why, how you're going to go about things, and, and you know why we do what we do, it makes all your other decisions so much easier. Okay, you know, like as an example, for me, you know, one of my whys, if you will, is basically. To do my best to teach others, specifically the younger generation, the things they I believe they should know or that I wish I would have known when I was coming up. You know, we've talked about money and relationships and mm-hmm. love and all these other topics, right? So what in those areas do I feel like I wish I would have known when I was 17 that I think would have moved me exponentially further, quicker than I am today? Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about some of those money and relationships yeah. and those kind of things. So... How do I try to give that back? And that's kind of become my why. So when I'm talking to people, pretty much of any age, really, there's nothing in specific. You know, I don't try to tailor it to an audience at this point. But who I'm talking to, it's here's what I believe. I wish we learned about relationships and money in school. I think it would have changed the world for that matter, but changed my life for sure. To know more about it, how it works, how we can use it to our advantage and how we can, you know, just do it well. Yeah. What, what was that question you asked me earlier today as we were kind of chewing on what we were going to discuss tonight? What was that question you asked me? It was, it was what three words 
Yeah, what three inspirational words would you use to describe your future self? Right. And why is that? And I'm going to ask you for yours, and I've got mine, but why why is that important? Well, the way I've heard it, you know, as a, you know, as avid readers, we are, right? Readers are leaders. Right. Readers are readers. Learners are earners. Um, yep. Brendan Burchard talks about in High Performance Habits in that envisioning your future self. Yeah. Okay? So... What three inspirational words can I use on a daily basis to check myself in relation to my future self that I want to become, right? Mm -hmm. So in my case, I've come up with some, and and I think this can be somewhat, you're not going to probably hit the first three right off the bat, but uh, I've been flexing because I bounced around with quite a few, um, but I've kind of landed on grateful, kind, and giving. Grateful, kind, and giving. Right. So have I been, you know, so at the end of the day, you know, however you want to structure this first thing in the morning, you know, am I grateful for the day that I've just finished or the day that I have in front of me? You know, and how am I showing myself that I'm grateful for or what is it do I have to be grateful for? Yeah. Good. You know, and make a short list. You're not going to remember everything, but, you know, you could, hey, I was able to get up this morning. I could brush my teeth on my own. I could, yeah. you know, all right. these little things. Sound like small stuff, but there's people out there that can't do that, for goodness That's sakes. right. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Um, kindness, you know, was I kind today? And do I go into today with a kind attitude to where try not to snap at people, try not to, you know, get aggravated at the small things that come up at you? And then thirdly, am I giving? You know, giving of myself, giving of my resources, and just trying to contribute, you know, to the world around me. Right. That's good stuff. And I like that you, we, we've talked about gratitude before and how important it is to have an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you, once you stop being thankful for even the little things, I think you start taking everything for granted at that point. Amen. Again, and that's coming back to what we talked about earlier. Wouldn't you agree that that's moving into mediocrity? Yeah, I think so. And a certain level of comfort. Sure. You know, we've uh, Dale Carnegie classes, which I highly recommend to anybody. They talk about all the learning and growing is done where? In the uncomfortable zone. They That's call right. It. Yeah, there's not a lot of growth you can do when you're in your comfort zone, you know. And I've, I've figured, and I've tried. I've tried because it's, <laughs> it's the path of least resistance, babe. But mm-hmm. no, there's not a lot of growth. I think for myself, for my three words, and I look at, I look at where I want to be in the future and where it is that I want to go in my career track and in my life. And those three words for me are learning, excellence, and service. And they tie into this sort of three-pronged approach to if you're a trainer or a speaker, you know, you really should speak about the things that you that you know or have done really well. So the three-pronged approach there, and I talked a little bit about this at Toastmasters uh, recently, is learning and then the application of that learning, doing it, and then teaching or passing it along. You know, it's really the, the process that you take. It's it's like the, uh, you know, Jim Rohn had said that. and then Study, it, practice, it, and teach. That's right. I think he put yep. it. Yeah, and, and I think Jim Rohn got that out of uh, out of the Old Testament. Probably, book, book yes. Book of Ezra, yep. chapter 7, verse 10. Look it up if you if you can. But it's that, that whole idea for me of learning excellence and service, in order for me to get to where I need to be, the, the three words, I have to learn. I have to continue to grow. I have to continue to develop myself. I have to learn 
Um, there are things that I want to do that I've got to learn the skills. And then there's a lot of skills that I want to reinforce. I've, I've d- discovered for myself that there, there are some areas that I think I need to shore up just for learning purposes, but I think that I need to focus a lot on my strengths um, and to, to develop myself in those areas. So there's the learning there. And then that second part is excellence. And when I say excellence, I have to be able to perform with excellence wherever I'm at. I'm real big on bloom where you're planted. I was thinking about yeah. that. You'd mentioned that before. Whether, whether this is your full-time job or you've got a full-time job and then a side gig of some kind, you know, but whatever you're doing, wherever God has got you at in that moment, bloom where you are planted make the most of that time and apply the things that you're that you have learned to make the most of that season in your life i'm big on seasons too some seasons might you know be super super short some seasons might be like a major league baseball season and some seasons are years right Uh, and it's hard to tell how long anything's going to last but doing doing what you're going to do with excellence you might as well do it great or just don't do it at all right Give it your all. Give it your best. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. And then that, that makes me, if I can interrupt for just yeah, a inter, let me, excuse me, interject for a moment. One thing that hit me is really strong, and I forget, it was John Wooden, and I don't know if I read it or heard it on a video or audio or something. He made the comment about, all I want you to do is give me your best. Sure. Now, today might be an off day. You think, you know, I'm giving half, 50%. I can give 150% tomorrow. In reality, all we can give is 100%, which is what our best is. Sure, we can strive to give everything we've got, but in all honesty, can you call that 110%? If it's all you've got to give, it's 100%, right? Now, again, we can debate that back and forth. I'm sure there's some motivational speakers and success coaches out there that might get on me about that. But when you really think about it from a logical standpoint, all you can give is your best and that should be your hundred percent should be. So yeah. give all you've got yeah. I into think you, that endeavor or whatever you're doing. I think you can dig deep and give a little bit extra when it's required. And of course that's subjective, but overall though, and I have said this, if you're giving 110% all the time, if you're on overdrive all the time, you're going to burn out, burn out. It's just yes. like an engine. You, you can't mm-hmm. run that engine on 110% yeah. for very long especially if you don't oil it and all the other things, keep it oiled and all the things you got to do for that. If you're running yourself on 110%, and I think in terms of you're not taking the time for renewal, you're not taking the time to sleep, you're not taking the time to adequately nourish yourself, mm-hmm. and you're putting in hours upon hours upon hours, and even, and it look, and it could be something you really enjoy. It might be something you absolutely love, but even the things that'll that'll make you laugh will make you cry eventually, if, <laughs> if you're not careful. And even the things that that you love might kill you. So you have to be careful about the. I really think I, I've done away with balance. I think it's more about integration. I heard somebody say mm. recently, and I, I the more I thought about that, the more I think it's true. Kind of going off topic, but I think it's very important that you look at the both and how to integrate that work and life and how it all flows together. Right. Well, I think what you're talking about really, Scott, coming back to where we're at is that you're saying that you have to find your why and integrate it into your life. I think so. Yeah. Right? Cause like you said earlier, you know, what job are you in? And maybe it's not the perfect job that you want to have right now. You know, yeah. we hear college kids graduate and can't get jobs in their field, what they want to do, but give what you've <laughs> yes. got into what you're doing and find a way to incorporate your why into it mine how can i help so 
when I'm sitting with, and I, I do keep this in mind, when I'm sitting with a client showing them how our insurance products can help reduce their out-of-pocket cost, I believe firmly in my heart I'm helping these folks. Right. You know, and I'm asking questions to make sure our product is a right fit. And sometimes we're not a right fit. You know, I think you should need to go this direction. Yep. Here's somebody I know wants you to give them a shout. Yep. You know? So it's all about how can I help. And that whole idea of helping and service, that's my third word that I have is, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about just about learning. It's not about excellence, but it's also serving. In order for me, it's the whole Zig Ziglar. You can have everything you want in life if you'll help enough other people get what they want. I truly believe that. It doesn't mean everybody you come in contact with is going to be a gold mine. It doesn't mean that you won't have maybe a setback or a step back from time to time either. I think it's a net result. I think if you have the right heart, if you mm-hmm. get into any endeavor because of the money, you're doomed to fail because you're going to be focused on the dollar, not on the person behind the dollar that you need to serve, that you mm-hmm. need to take care of. It, and I thought about, I was thinking about this today. If if I just, if I take my eyes, if I'm able to just take my eyes off of, you know, because when you live in a commission-based world, you know, it becomes really easy <laughs> to look mm-hmm. at that and go, oh, cha-ching, baby. Mm-hmm. But if I take my eyes off of that and focus it more on how am I going to be of the best service to this person, mm-hmm. right, then I'm always going to come out on top. I might get paid a little, I might get paid a lot, but if I help enough people over a period of time, then that's I think that's a success. So for me to get to where I need to go in my life, it's all about the learning. It's all about the excellence, and it's all about the service. That's good, Scott. I like that, man. Thank you. Thank like you ever, that. Thank you very much. Did you think about that all day? I, I actually did. I'm sure you yeah. had to work on that because, look, I came up with three different words before. Actually, I did have giving in my first three, but I've changed the other two because they just didn't really well, picture and, what I was talking but about. But I think really. that that's good because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's like a fluid process. Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think— I don't think anybody really has a firm, concrete idea. Maybe they do. I don't know. You know, eight, seven, eight billion, you know, people running around the planet. Uh, you know, some of them, I, I think a lot of us know just concrete. This is what we're going to do. But I think a lot of us, it's we're a work in progress. I know mm-hmm. I am because years ago, if you had asked me one day, Scott, can you see yourself in sales? Can you see yourself in this? Can you see yourself in that? And all the things that I love doing, I probably would have said no. Now, I knew – fairly early on in my early teens that I enjoyed training people and teaching people. And I said this in a, in a podcast, one of our earlier podcasts that, you know, we, we did a at school, we did a teacher student switch day one year and I got to be an English teacher for a day. <laughs> and number one, it gave me a great appreciation for what teachers have to go through because I had to do lesson planning. Mm-hmm. Number two, I had to go through a really crappy class because there were people acting up and cutting up in one class but then I also saw a, a really great class, you know, on the flip side of that. So I could experience, and then at all points in between, and what a teacher has to go through. But I knew very early on in my life that I was going to want to be in a position where I wanted to train people and to be a part of something really important for their lives and to help them at that point. And I didn't articulate it until just this past year, but to help folks move the needle on their lives. Yep, that's learning and that's service. That's exactly it. <clears throat> With excellence. With excellence. That's it. Well, that's good stuff. Look, Scott, let me ask a question or two real Please. quick. <clears throat> when we sit here and we talk about this from the standpoint of envisioning our future selves, right? Yeah. Where do we want to be and what it's going to take us to get there? And we talked about our why, 
I guess, start with why and kind of that's your end goal and that's mm-hmm. where you want to get to. But let me ask you, and I'll give you my thoughts after that, is how do you feel passion and purpose pill, you know, ties into that? And here's the reason I ask, because mm-hmm. as we know, we listen to a lot, we read a lot, passion is a big, big, I don't know, catch word, I guess, out mm-hmm. there these days. For years I've been hearing that. What's your passionate about? Go do what you're passionate about. And I don't disagree with that. You were just talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's an integration of your passion with your why into your current lifestyle. And again, keeping your eyes open to where can I move into another field, another category in which I can get closer to what's truly my passion. It's definitely, you know, we can always be looking for that change. But how how do they all kind of tie and play together, do you think? How do passion... So passion, purpose, are now why. How do they all tie together? Are why, yes. Well, I think... <clears throat> I almost think that they're – I don't know that passion and purpose are necessarily – I think they're connected. Okay. I don't know that they're all necessarily synonymous, but I definitely think your passion – excuse me, your purpose and your why, of course, are going to be cl- more closely connected. And then I think it's the passion that fuels it. You okay. know? So, so you might have the rocket. The rocket is your purpose and your why. Okay, because mm-hmm. those are kind of the same, I think. Mm-hmm. But the the fuel fuel jet is going to be your passion, and that's you ignite that, and I think you're able to take off, and I think it's going mm-hmm. to help propel you forward into whatever your destiny is going to be in your life, whatever your whatever God puts you on this this blue planet to do. That's good. I like it's blue that. and green. I guess I like that. Well, one, something I've heard recently, and I've really kind of become very introspective about it, in that your passion is for you, your purpose is for others. Cool. Yeah. Okay? And that, you know, if you can get into and find what you're truly passionate about, can you integrate it into your current life, work, you know, whatever it is, that's going to really fulfill you and give you energy, give you a fire, give you something to really motivate yourself, right? Because as we know, mm-hmm. motivation comes from within. I can't motivate you, well, maybe with a gun or, you know, oh, easy. a little fire under your butt, but Ow. that's really about it. You have to motivate yourself. So your passion is going to motivate yourself and help you get going. But your purpose typically is going to be something in which you're sharing or serving other people. I think that's reciprocal, though, too, though. And I'm not no disagreeing doubt. with that. No, no I doubt. I fully agree with I that. I agree with that. But yes. I, also, I also think it's it's your purpose. When I think when you're laser-focused on your purpose, I think, you know, in sales, a lot of salespeople are taught to ask the question, what keeps you awake at night? Yeah, no. Why no. are you in it? So, uh, I know for me, because I can't get off my phone or my tablet and Netflix. <laughs> that's why that's I, what per- keeps you up That's personally what keeps me awake at night. No, no. I want to know what gets you up in the morning. Right. So it's your passion, but it's your purpose. I think when you're so zero focused in and you know exactly what your purpose is and what your what your each and every single day is about, I think it becomes super, super. uh, I think it becomes easier to get out of that bed in the morning. And Mm -hmm. so at that point, purpose helps to motivate you, not just your passion, but your purpose. And then the passion sort of comes through in your work. And when people see that motivation and that passion, in you, and they see that fire and that drive in your eyes, it mm-hmm. becomes really, really hard to resist that. You know, it's just like in sales. If I'm not passionate about my product, mm-hmm. right? It, it, because as we say in sales, a sale is 
is made on emotion but justified by the logic, logic but the emotion right. is part of it. It, and this is true for anything in life. If I'm selling a concept, I have to stir up some emotion of some kind. Mm-hmm. And if people can't feel that passion, eh, you know, nah, <laughs> right. So I, I do, I do fully agree with what you said, right. but I also, uh, and I also think it's, it's reciprocal. It can I work agree. both ways. I agree. And I like the way you, you put that together. Purpose and why really do kind of go together. Cause if you look up the actual definition of purpose, the reason for which something is done or created so many people, and I'll go back to my myself specifically, I got up in the morning and went to work because I had to pay the bills. You know, that was my purpose at that point. Now, I've tried to refine that, and it's not all about making money anymore. However, I do still have to pay the bills, so it is a portion of my purpose and my why. But it's also about, you know, go fulfilling and helping other people as well as we go through the process. Yeah. So as we start to wrap this up, and we, we bring put a this bow on for, it. Put a bow on it. Bring it in for a landing. Bring it into the dock. Whatever clever analogy you want to give this, <laughs> um, give us give us one or two actionable ideas. Because again, this is something about maximize you is not only just to give you the ideas, but what are some things that you can t- that you can help us to take away tonight from everything we just discussed. Well, I'm going to go to my first word. I said grateful, kind, and giving were my three inspirational words right yeah i think it's a great idea to start with gratitude Hmm. and i think the first step would be to begin with a gratitude journal you know grab a legal pad go get you a 50 cent notebook at the store whatever it is pull out your planner pull up on a new page doesn't take much every single day what am i grateful for for this day how many should i write down i'd say at least three minimum yeah now I'm going to give you the bonus piece of this. Please do. Do you have a significant other? Do you have a spouse that you truly love? Jot down some things you're grateful for for them. Because Mm. as we know in life, the negative stuff always rises to the top, right? It's always jumps out in front of us. We call that what? Management by exception, right? Sure. In general, we're looking for things that are wrong, and then we're going to kind of jump on those to either fix them or correct them, right? So if we look for the good stuff, And you make that habit for, they say, 21 days. But if you make the decision today to start marking down and writing down, what am I grateful for? I promise you in the next two, three, four weeks, you're going to change your entire attitude. If it has been negative or kind of pissy, if you will, you're going to move it. You're going to move that needle in the other direction. I promise you by writing that down and reading over it. Couldn't you do that with a job that you think that you hate? Right? Absolutely. What? Because there's got to be something because let, uh, they're paying you yeah, well to they, get that job. They're paying me to be there. You know, they give me a bathroom break upon occasion. <laughs> I get a bottle of water every now and then. They do some, let me take a lunch break, don't they? Yeah, the, they there do. There might be yeah. some benefits in there. Yeah, they might give me some health insurance. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a some 401k. Like there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So write down, so maybe possibly if there's a job that you don't like at the moment, eh, okay, fair enough. Maybe jot down those ideas of gratitude, just the good things, and do that every day. Every day for 30 days. Every day for 30 and, days. And huh, in the morning and in the evening. Mm-hmm, I agree. Okay. So that's one. Give me one. What's one other actionable idea we can take from today to help to help us move closer to our why or to discover our why? Do you have one? The gratitude journal was one of mine, but I I think. Oh wait, so what you were gonna steal my idea? Is that what you were doing? It can't be stealing if you didn't know that's what I was gonna say. 
What's wrong with you? Forget about it. No, I think my idea. <laughs> I was buying there's, some there's time because no I want to think a, of my number two. There's right no here. such thing as a stolen idea in personal development. Apparently not. That is absolutely right. true, right? I, I also think when it comes to helping folks find your why, I, I'm just a real big fan on writing things down. It's it's. I like to do what's called digging digging for the why, and it's it's literally and, and I've heard this going five levels, seven levels deep, or whatever. You you start out number one. What is your why? what you think your why is, why is it that you want to do something? And then ask the question, okay, well, why is that? And that gets you to number two. Okay, well, why is that? Number three. And if you get down to five, anywhere from five to seven levels deep on that, you're going to start to uncover more and more what it is about you and the things that you want to do that makes you, that makes you tick. What is it that's propelling you towards this idea, this sense of purpose or this why Mm -hmm. that you want? And then from there, I think that's your launch pad. I think that's your starting point. We talked. I used the analogy earlier of a rocket ship. You know, yep. you put that rocket on the on the launch pad, and then that's your purpose, that's your why, and then you add the passion, and that's your fuel. Boom, baby, you're going to infinity and beyond. And beyond, you are Buzz Lightyear. That's good stuff. Well, that's awesome, Scott. Because I'm, and I really like that. But I'm thinking while you're talking, the last little piece I would like to leave folks with is the fact that as we begin to think about our future self, right? Yeah. And we've talked about goals in other podcasts. And we have this goal, you know, whether it's the big house, the big salary, you know, the money in the bank, the cars, whatever it is. When we think about that goal, write down why do I want that goal? So let's say I want oh, that yeah. large house, you know. Why do you want that house? Is it because you want to be able to, you know, provide security and comfort for your family? Or is it because you want people to look at you and say, oh, look at that big house. This guy must be successful. It ain't for the property taxes and the lawn bill. I'm sure it's not because there's a lot of work to come with that big house. Let me tell you. Where where can I go live and not pay the property tax? Is there a state or something that's not Texas? Texas might have. No, They they, they don't have sales. uh, They don't have uh, have, income tax. Yeah, well. I'm moving to Texas. Anyway. Everything's better in Texas. It's bigger and better. It's bigger for sure. For sure. No doubt. So the point is, what is it? that do you want but then ask yourself why do i want that that's good stuff you know and that way you can move backwards from that and continue that okay why do i want that is that really the reason you know why do i want that is that really the reason you know and you keep working yourself backwards and i think you'll begin to through that process you'll begin to really become more self-aware of why is it because i do find myself sometimes as i look at my goals is that an ego-driven goal you know, do I want to make this or reach this goal because what other people will see and think of me? Eh, sometimes it might be true. But then I have to really check on that and say, mm, let's refine that a little bit. Sure. I get that. Sounds good, man. Well, those are good ideas. Yep, it's like all it. about maximizing ourselves to bring us to that next level and have a fulfilling life. Because I don't think if we're not happy with ourselves, we're never going to find happiness or joy or peace anywhere else if we can't be happy inside first. This all starts with numero uno. That's it. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up for this week. We sure do appreciate everybody for tuning in. And again, find us on Anchor, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if you get us on iTunes, please leave us a review. Five-star reviews. We're going to start reading those once a week uh, here on the air just as a thank you. And Please again, be sure to share us with your friends, and and you know Absolutely. we're 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 on. You'll you'll you can find us on uh, Facebook. I know Wolf and I both mm-hmm. post that on Facebook too. But certainly in your own social channels, please make sure to share us. Share the love and 
and we sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great one. Absolutely. And for the Wolf, this is the captain. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Be good.